Hello, friends. Maestro here, bringing you episode 277 of Maestro on the Mic, doing a Thursday shorty style. In today's episode, we're talking about the power of passion. That sounds a little bit religious. It's not. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but this episode is not about that. All right, enough chatting. Let's get to it. Hey, DJ! Gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two. Hello, 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 friends, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. So today, the title, like we said in the little intro, is "Power: The Power of Passion, but I'm basically going to give you a review of that movie, Soul, which I thought was terrible. Uh, I watched it over the weekend on Friday, actually, I don't know, Friday or Saturday with Ashley, and... I had seen mixed reviews about it, and then I watched it, and I was like, I see why there were mixed reviews, and I fully agree with the people that were like, this shit was terrible. So let's just jump right on into this. Actually, before I do that, thank you. All of you, you reach out, you listen, we have amazing conversations in the DMs, and that's actually what prompted me to make this as as an episode, because you are so responsive, and you communicate, and you're just amazing. So thank you. So... I actually wrote out, uh, I don't want to call it a full outline, but yeah, I wrote down some talking points for this because I want to make sure I get them all out. I don't always do that for these ep- shorty ep- Thursday shorties, but today we're doing that. So like I said, kind of reviewing the movie Soul and the things that I took from it and, and largely my issues, my issues with it. So right off the bat, and I, sp- I spoke about this on Instagram, the racial issues. Right. For those of you that haven't seen the movie Soul, like if you're going to go watch it, then go watch it and then come back and watch this ep- and listen to this episode. Otherwise, because otherwise you're, you're going to get spoilers. Right. But right off the bat, highly problematic that it's a black character. The main character is a black character. And he literally dies before the title of the movie even gets shown. Like he dies in the first, I don't know, five minutes, seven minutes, three minutes. I don't know. I didn't time it. But the name of the movie hadn't even been shown yet and this man dies and then he spends the whole movie basically showing this white woman that you know she's ready to live and how do we know it's a white woman because if you watch the movie it's like a little blue character named 22 and the issue is that it's tina fey that voices the character i didn't know that actually until after afterwards and looking through at the names but the character says, I could be any voice, but I choose to use this voice of a white woman, like a middle-aged white woman, because it seems to annoy people. So it's like, okay, you literally are just saying you could have been any voice that you wanted to be, but you picked this. And now we have, now we have this character and we kind of have everything that goes right, like, you know, these notions of like what this character looks like and such based on this voice when it could have been any, any voice. So hugely, highly, hugely problematic Black character dies right in the beginning and then spends the rest of the movie as a cat. 
if you look at an investor Disney movies, you see this as well. Uh, and this is one of the things that I had heard before watching the movie. But I was also like, let me watch and see. And I was like, yeah, this is fucked up. Uh, he dies, and then he's a cat. Like, yes, there is a black character. His, his, his like, body is in the rest of the movie, but it's Tina Fey that's speaking. It's voiced as a, as a white woman because they, like, switch. They don't switch bodies, but 22 kind of goes into his body, and he goes into a cat. And you're just like, what in the actual fuck? So highly problematic there. And I'm really glad that I said something on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. When I first thought about it i was like oh i don't want people to like come at me with like oh why does it have to be about race and i'm like uh, because it is about race it don't always have to be about race but in this case like you know denying things and pretending that they don't exist is not the answer and in 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 saying something about it on instagram people were like i didn't even see that and i was like oh wow like i didn't even realize like i assumed kind of assumed that everyone saw it like oh this is kind of fucked up um but yeah, it makes sense. Like, if it doesn't directly affect you, and it's not like a, it's not done maliciously, like it's not like a you know ignorance in a bad way. It's like it's just something that doesn't affect you, so you don't really notice it. Uh, and so, in saying it on on online on Instagram and stories, first of all, literally ninety nine point nine percent of people that responded were like, "Yes, I hate this movie." Also, for different reasons. Um, and some people were like, I didn't even look at that. Like, I hated it for other reasons. And like, some people have kids and they were like, it was just weird. And maybe my kids didn't like it. Uh, but it was really positive feedback and a really cool discussion. Uh, and, and getting over some of my own shit of like, do I want to talk about this? Are people going to like feel some kind of way that I'm saying it? And, you know, in light of all that happened in 2020, being like, no, I have to say something. Like, silence is not the answer at all. So... Highly problematic with that. Um, a few people did mention, like, there's a really cool barbershop scene and, like, the power of that scene. And I was like, yes, and that's also kind of contributes to what makes this so problematic. Like, imagine if it was, like, a, 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 you know, a black person that was voicing the 22's character. Like, if it was just truly, like, culturally appropriate, you know, I kind of want to say. So that, for me, highly problematic. But honestly... Equally, you know, problematic and why I hated this movie was their portrayal or like, I don't want to say down regulate, downplaying, that's the word, downplaying of passion. All right, so we have all the racial issues, highly problematic. And then what I think people kind of were able, they were, why they were able to overlook that and maybe, or maybe they didn't even notice it was because they felt like this movie was about passion, purpose, soul, being present in the moment. And I was like, all right, everyone's entitled to their opinion, but here's my take on this. And here's what really upset me as I was watching the movie. Um, And it largely surrounds this idea of downplaying of passion. And I truly believe that, yes, on one hand, we see everything that we're not, but we also see everything that we are in some some regards. We're We're cognizant of things that we are. And when those things don't resonate and so I think people are going to view things through their own lenses obviously and through their own experiences and how they're living life and how they want to be living life and I personally you know folks that I am all about like we live and live your best life I want every minute to be something that you're that you're happy about that you're proud of and you're working towards that because maybe you're not there yet and so in in preaching this and promoting this and doing my best to live this I think it stands out to me when when something goes against this and it doesn't make sense and doesn't jive and I'm like there's like 
like a lack of congruency there. So in the movie, 22 gets her Earth sticker. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Uh, but bear with me. In the movie, 22 gets her Earth sticker. Right? She's, like, she's like ready to go to Earth. Once she figures out that she's realizes that she's ready to live. Some people are like, yeah, Joe helped her with that. My argument is that, and it's funny because we're like debating like a fucking Disney movie, but here we go. My argument with that is that Joe was living. Right? Some people will be like, oh no, at the end, Joe got a second chance at life. And he then realized that like being present in the moment. And I'm like, hold up, wait a minute. Joe was absolutely living. This man was so passionate about jazz and playing the piano that it literally would take him to a different world. And they talk about the kind of flow state in, the, in this movie, which is pretty cool. And if you saw the movie, if you remember, that's actually how he goes and saves 22 from being a lost soul. So he plays the piano and it takes him to that flow state world. And then he meets the, the ship guy and they go and find 22. Joe was absolutely living. My man was just so overtaken, overcome by this passion for playing. That, in my opinion, is, is living. That is being present in the moment. If you actually, when, he, when they go and they go through, like, I don't know what the fuck it's called, maybe the Hall of Memories, and 22 is like, this was your life. And it seems kind of weep-womp and kind of sad. And Joe's like, I don't remember it like that. And that's it. This man... Even all the, he gets rejected a million times, but he's so passionate about this thing. And he truly believes this is his purpose. This is why he's here. That he doesn't even remember these rejections. That's incredible. Yes, he can still learn from them, but he doesn't remember, he doesn't like, it doesn't stop him. And I see this in business all the time, right? Where people like fail one time, and they're like, it's not, it's not for me. This man failed time and time, quote unquote, failed, didn't get the job time and time again. But loved this thing so much. He's like, no, I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep going. He was absolutely, absolutely loving. The movie makes it seem like the best and only journey for life is being present in the moment. And while I agree that presence is, is hugely important, passion, passion-driven presence is not wrong. And that's what Joe had. Like he was present in like when he's playing and doing this thing, this is what he wanted. So yes, his, his goal was like, you know, the top of the mountain. And, you know, people would say like, oh, but he missed the journey. You know what? That's okay. If you know that like my goal is to get to the top, that's okay. If when you get to the top, you're like, damn, this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And then you learn, you take a lesson from that. That is okay. You didn't miss your life. You can turn things around. You can change things. You can have a new lesson and a new start at any point in time. Especially if while you're doing this, this climbing, you're so in love with it. I think there's a difference, like, because they kind of use like a stock market hedge fund guy as an example, as a lost soul. But Joe wasn't a lost soul. Again, remember that if you're doing this thing that you don't really love and you're kind of doing it because you are waiting for the, the pinnacle, you're like, I don't like this, I hate this, like this doesn't fulfill me, but when I get to the top, it'll be better. 
That's very different than someone that's like, I, when I play and I do this thing, I get taken to another place. I get taken to another world. Let that shit kill you. It literally killed Joe. The writers killed Joe, honestly. But that's totally different. Uh, yes, Joe's ultimate you know, goal was to like, get to the top of the mountain. He wanted to play professionally. But it wasn't like along the way, you know, he was like, I hate this. He actually did so much and, and he didn't even have support. His mom wasn't even supporting him, him. And he was like, you know what? But this is, I love this thing. I can literally get into a, a, a meditative state when I play. And I took, you know, I felt like, I feel like the meme right now, the, uh, I feel like the Michael Jordan meme is like, and I took that personally. When they kind of shitting on having this passion and, and, and taking it like they tw- twice in this movie, they took away everything this man had done in the beginning. They take it away and he literally dies right before, right after he scores the biggest gig of his life. And then at the end of the movie, they're just like, or the middle, I don't know the rest of the movie. They're like, your passion doesn't really matter. Like they're kind of equating passion and, and worth and, and, you know, being worthy, being worthy of, of living and being ready to live. Those are all different things. And if, if you think back to the Ikigai um, post I did on Instagram, which I'll link, and the Ikigai podcast episode, we understand that passion and purpose are different. But, dude, when they overlap, holy shit, you start to get magic. And, no, it's not like you have to have these things to, to, to live. No, you don't need a passion. You don't need a purpose to be worthy or to start living, which is kind of what they – they say in the movie, and we're like, yeah, of course you don't need that. But when they are paired, when they come together, they can absolutely become a reason for living. Joe's like, yeah, this is my purpose. This is why I'm here. And I feel like they strip that from him. Not everyone in life, I think, has a specific calling like that to play the piano, to be a parent. Right? I have my friend just had a kid. And she's like, this is, my, this is my reason for being here. I, I love doing this. Like, like, that's amazing. I don't think everyone has that. I have another friend that actually sent me a meme that was basically like, I'm glad to know that I don't have to have that and I could just wander through life and like find things I like doing. That's amazing as well. But I don't think it's fair to take this away from someone and downplay how powerful it can be if you find that passion. Again, I'm not here to say that like you need everyone needs to be searching and spend their whole life searching for this. No, but when that shit hits you, run with it. Let it kill you. I I I really don't like this. I don't want to say a celebration of mediocrity, but kind of a celebration of mediocrity. Like if you have more in you, if you have something that sets you on fire, literally go after that shit and let it kill you. If you get, if and when you get to the top of that mountain, if you're like, ah. Uh, that was cool. I thought the view was different, but I guarantee you that journey that you made up the mountain was not for nothing. You still enjoyed it. You were doing it because you loved it. And now we're at the top and you're like, actually, I thought it looked a little different. Cool. I'm going to go on a different journey. I'm going to go in a different direction. And now you have all of that that's behind you to, to learn from, to work from. I actually was in the DMs. Um, and I don't know if the person I spoke to in the DM actually listens to this podcast. If you're listening, thank you for sharing this story with me. Uh, but she said she's, she's leaving her job soon, sometime this year. And part of what sparked that is that like, her mentor, someone she really looked up to, 
This woman worked her whole life. She's like a fucking badass in her career, badass in that profession. And when she was ready, and I strategically use that word ready because the person I was speaking to used that same word. And when the woman decided she was ready to retire, she retired. She accomplished all she wanted. So she was like, I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to spend time with my family now. And she had like a massive heart attack at her retirement party and passed away. And when, she t- when, when the woman told me this story, the person in my DMs told me this story, I was like, holy shit. But also, she was ready. And I bet that she died happy. I'm sure she was not happy to leave her family behind. And I feel, you know, I feel for her family. But this woman was doing exactly what she wanted to do for all that time and accomplished what she wanted to accomplish. It's just not like she got to the top and was like, fuck, I didn't want to do any of this. I wasted my time. She was like, I've done what I wanted to do. And now I'm ready for a new journey. And I think we need to understand that and recognize that and, and, and support that and understand that there are different different paths for people. And if your path is to climb a mountain and you enjoy climbing mountains and you're like, every step, I love it. Go for it. I support you 1 million percent. And I don't want this movie, this fucking bullshit movie. I literally, I give it zero stars. If I could give it negative stars, I give it negative stars. I don't want this movie or anyone else who maybe doesn't value passion to hold you back. If you find something that sets your soul on fire, let it burn you up. I support you 100%. So we're getting close to time here. And, you know, I spent so far 17 minutes talking about, I think it's a Disney movie, but I think these are some really big issues that they tried to tackle and they just fucking really missed the mark. You know, on a positive note, there was a guy in, there's a guy in the movie, he steers the ship, he's like a cool, like hippie kind of dude. He was cool. And, you know, his, his character was cool and that was a positive. Um, the cat was cute, but also I'm like, they, they did, they, they missed the mark here. So that's my synopsis of Soul. That's my feelings, and I think you already knew them, but those are my feelings on the power of passion. It can absolutely become your purpose and your reason for living. No, you do not need to have this in order to be worthy of living, in order to be ready to live, in order to live. You don't need it. But if you do find it, let that shit burn you up. All right, let's do some announcements and then wrap this bad boy up. So we're back with the long episodes. We had one drop this past Monday, brought my bestie, Danny Matei, Dr. Danny Matei on, talked about all things business, what he saw in 2020. So if you have a brick and mortar practice, um, that, you know, definitely check out that episode and we will link it in the show notes. Uh, the second long episode of the month will be the second and final long episode of the month will be on February 15th with my girl, Brianna, Brianna, excuse me, battles. Um, this is kind of like a throwback month. I've had both of them on the podcast already. Um, we're just going to catch up, see what they did in 2020, what they learned from 2020, what they're thinking for 2021, um, lessons that they wanted to share with other people. And uh, both those episodes have been recorded. Like I said, Danny's is out. Brianna's will be out on the 15th. And they are both absolute bangers. Uh, the More You Swag, right? Swag is, just means clothing uh, campaigns I'm going to click that ends this Friday so if you have no idea what I'm talking about uh, link will be in the show notes you can check out the post that I did about it um, we'll also link the actual store 
his online store where you can get your more you swag. And basically the, the concept there is that, uh, you know, James Olivia, huge proponent of, of this concept of more you. Right? I got it first from them. I heard it first from them. Um, I will link that show, that episode in the show notes as well because they are just phenomenal. Uh, Hunter Fitness, he was the first person I saw to spell more, M-O-A-R, which to me is a better way of spelling more. It's kind of like roar. It's just like it's bigger, it's badder. And so I put the two together, James Olivia's more you and Hunter Fitness's way of spelling more and how I've been spelling it for you know years now and came up with more you. And when I said that, Kathy Sierra... Love her. I'll link that episode in the show notes as well. Uh, Kathy Sierra chimed in in the post and was like, hey, this needs to be on a shirt. And then James Olivia chimed in and was like, take my money. And I was like, well, when people you respect ask you to do something, you do it. People you admire ask you to do something, you do it. So uh, Lex helped me out and we got a more you campaign together. We have crops. Would you believe that? We actually have crops. I know that people like wearing them. So we got crops, we got tanks, we got t-shirts, we've got hoodies. They even have a maestro green hoodie. You already know that I ordered that shit. You already know. Um, so we got all that bunch of different color options, which is, you know, in line with that concept of more you. I want this thing to be personalized. I want it to look like you, like what you want it to look like. Um, and the M, right? It's just, it's a, like I said, it's a tank, a crop, a t-shirt, a, a hoodie. And on the front, it says, more you, period. And the M is a maestro M. So if you're interested in grabbing some more you swag tomorrow, because this, this episode will go out on the 4th. So tomorrow, the 5th, um, is the last and final day to order. So tap, smash, hit that link in the show notes, and you can grab your swag. All right. I need to wrap this up because it's no longer a true shorty. As always, appreciative, as always, endlessly, endlessly, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you. And the fact that I, you know, get these ideas and then have these discussions with you in the DMs. And it's just, it's amazing to me. And I'm just blown away, this continuously, constantly blown away. So thank you for that. If you want to chat some more, Slide into the DMs. You can text me. I'm telling you folks that the text works. I feel like I'm begging for text, but it's just, it's just, I want to, I want to let you know that I'm here and I'm here to connect with you. Uh, you can text me. That's 310-737-2345. Um, those are probably the two easiest ways to get in touch with me. You can email, but it takes me a long time to get back. So DM me, text me. If you want to talk about soul, want to talk about passion, I just want to talk. I, I love hearing from each and every one of you. All right, officially wrapping it up. Until next time, friends, maestro 